What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. In today's business breakthrough, I sit down with Dustin Hippensteel. He owns a painting business in Pensacola, Florida. What's awesome about Dustin is is that he's already owned a remodeling company. He has uh, the business mindset. He's really dialed into the processes. He knows that he shouldn't be on the jobs painting, uh, but he's hitting a he's hitting a wall when it comes to his pricing, as do many of us high quality contractors who come in with higher pricing. So we talk about really that in-home sales process, building value, creating uh, the new price, the new association as to why the price is what it is in the customer's mind. Man, this was a great episode and I really think it's going to be a value to you. So tune in. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Cool, man. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Dustin Hippensteel with Sugar Sands Painting in Pensacola. Welcome, man. Um, really, we're going to start you. off just kicking, kicking the ball off, man. I, you know, when we start these, I kind of just like to ask what is, uh, really going well for you right now in your business. And then after you tell me that, what's something that you're wanting or wishing would be going a little bit better? Well, we're fairly new here, so I've got a lot of good things working for me. Um, we're really gaining traction with our Facebook ads. We just launched our website. So we're really starting to get within the community and meet a lot of people and been able to network. And I've been doing a ton of estimates and the more people I can meet, I think that's obviously the best way to grow the business. Absolutely. So I would so, say that's, that's my so your marketing one. is going well. You're getting your name out there. You just started. When did you start your business? We started it in October of 2020 and we took our first job in December, late December. Just what were you doing before, before you started your business? So I owned a big, uh, building company in Michigan oh, okay, and in New Mexico, JTR Builders, um, primarily focused on remodels. We did some decks. We did pole barns, kitchens, baths, flooring. I mean, you name it. So, you're, you, so you, you have business experience. You, it sounds like you were successful with that. Why, why the painting business now? Well, we did a lot of painting when in um, both states in New Mexico and in Michigan. And it was a little more profitable. Um, New Mexico emission, opposite side Michigan. of the map. Yes, sir. The <laughs> you would go up, you would travel between the two? No, no. I, I grew up in Michigan. And uh, when I turned 19, I moved out to New Mexico and gotcha. bounced back and forth a few years. I was in law enforcement, a few different capacities. And, um, Finally, I moved back to New Mexico and I started really diving into the remodel business. I, I bought a couple flips myself and started working on them. I started my business. I got my license. And every job that we got in the beginning was either painting or roofing. Yeah. So I really started narrowing down. Yeah, niching down. Gotcha. Yep. So now you're just all in on painting. All in on painting, man. It's awesome. We, we've done it? a little bit of other stuff, but 
focus yeah. just on painting, man. And what's amazing about the Florida market is what I'm sure you're seeing is that the competition isn't very stiff here. What part of Florida are you in? Central. Central? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I've actually been encountering quite a bit of competition here. Um, Have you? I've, I've been kind of shell-shocked, I guess. I, I go out and I do estimates, and I'm using a lot of my numbers from Michigan and stuff that I've kind of gained over time. And, and um, I'm coming in a lot of the times twice the price of people, consistently okay. twice the price. And Awesome. I think well, I'm – then let's talk about that because All right. that's my favorite aspect of the business, sales. I love it, man. I love when people tell me we were higher than the competition. That's like, to me, that means that I did my job, you know? Yes. Um, so why don't you talk me through what your estimate process looks like, start to finish. Let's say I invited you to my house. What can I expect from your company from start to finish? All Not- right. We're talking, we're talking, uh, requesting an estimate to you providing me a proposal. Walk me through that. So typically we'll get our estimate request online, either Facebook or through email. Um, and I'll, I'll start an initial conversation. I'll make that phone call and really walk through the customer, see what the project is, see kind of what they want to do, um, where their mindset is with, the total aspect of the work. And then I will schedule an in-home consultation with them. Um, of course, I bring my color fan and we kind of sit down and we'll go over what products will probably be best if they have kids, if they have dogs, how much traffic comes through the house while we're sitting in front of each other. And um, take that time and, and kind of get to know them a little bit, build a little bit of rapport. And then I, I'll take my measurements, and since I'm still kind of narrowing down my numbers and figuring out the market, I always give them a little bit of time. I won't give an estimate right on, on site and take it back. I'm put everything in my system and, and get it all narrowed down, send out an estimate. I use QuickBooks so I can put everybody in into there and it, it's, it's pretty seamless. You know, I don't know if you use QuickBooks, but I, I really like it. No, yeah, my yeah. calendar is, I don't mess with, I don't mess with QuickBooks. All right. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I mean, they use it, but we use a different software for it, but continue. So you send the estimate. I'll send okay. the estimate out. What happens? And then I, as soon as I send the estimate, I'll give a follow-up to make sure that they've received Mark. it. Let okay. them know that I am open for any questions if they have any. And um, from there, I will give it a day or two. If I don't get an answer immediately, like, hey, I love it, let's let's proceed forward. I'll give it a day or two, and then I'll do a follow-up. Maybe a week sometimes, depending on... What does that follow-up conversation sound like? I'll walk them through. Hi, this is Dustin with Sugar Sands. I was just doing a follow-up. I wanted to see kind of where you guys were at with your, your project, yeah. and I'd like to get moving forward. Um, Maybe sometimes I run into a few questions about certain products and that's when I'll hit again on the, the, the barrier on the is that price. Yep. Okay. Cool. And then I kind of talk them through why we have that price, the kind of work we do, the cleanliness of the job sites that we maintain and the people that are going to be in their home and, um, and make sure go, that, okay. All right. Well, we'll think about it. We'll call you back. I do get that. Yeah. 
And uh, like, I'm like, I messed up. I messed up. What right, I, what so, I so um, you know, I like to use like whenever I, 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 I try to, you know, get the scope, man. I want to see, and I'm listening as and I'm putting myself in the shoes of your customer. And I love that you're, you're, you're 75% there, dude. I mean, I think that a lot of people, um, miss the rapport building, miss that pre-qualification aspect on the phone, sitting in the home with the caller fan, you're dialed in, in terms of being a professional. Love it, man. Great. Okay. But there's a difference between being a professional in terms of your appearance, your presentation and all that stuff, and being a strategist in terms of how the process is supposed to go. Because when you come in there, you know, essentially when you do that with the color fan and all that stuff, like that opens up the floodgates of misdirection, right? Because the chances are is that when you open up that fan deck, you just sent them to the freaking moon, bro. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So when I, when I think of a sales interaction, I think of momentum, I think of direction, and I think of end goal, get the sale. Okay. Right. When, I, when I come into the house talking about the dog and the family, I love all that, building rapport. I love it, but there's a certain kicker in my mind that's saying, okay, time's coming, time's coming, time's coming. I got to lead them to the sale, right? Because if you open up that fan deck and metaphorically speaking, that's just like, you know, you got 6,000 colors in that thing. They're no longer focused on the value of their company. They just, you know what you just did? You just created a problem. Now they, okay. you they didn't already have a color. Now they have a million colors. Yep. They might see a shade in there that you just, and you think you're doing a great thing. You are wrong time. Okay. Wrong time. I love that. Never bring a fan deck into the house again until it's time to do so when you have a deposit. Okay. All right. That's, that's one way that's going to really help you narrow it down. When I come into a home, I have one goal in mind, sell the job. Okay. Anything outside of that is a service is an add on that we'll discuss. And I'm going to help you with this process. But what I'm, where I'm getting at with this is that again, when you give people options, okay. The default is no, you know, cause people like by nature don't like making decisions. So how can you create a sales process that limits the amount of decisions people need to make? It's not that they don't want to make decisions. They don't want to make bad ones. Okay. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. First, let's identify the house painting. Something they do every 10 years. A lot of questions, right? 10 years. It's been maybe never since they hired a professional house painting company. Maybe they did hire a painting company and their idea of the last company they hired was horrible. Okay. Yep. Because they didn't do a good job. So even more questions come up. So we've got to be strategic. Professional is expected. You're already there. Now you just need to dial in your strategy. So let me break down what my strategy is and why I do it this way. So whenever I approach a customer at the door, we have three questions that we need to get out of the way. Okay. We need to overcome barriers here. We need to make sure, and I'm going to use this information from these three questions to sell the job. Okay. It works like a charm. You're going to, it's going to change the way you do things. We're going to be dialed in. So the first question is, why am I here? I don't say it like that. The way I word it is, so what's the story? What brought us together today? You know, I want to know the story. Yeah, I get it. You need your house painted. Why? 
And when you ask that question, you're going to get a multitude of answers. People love telling you, oh, my wife has been asking me for 10 years. Okay. So what did I just lock in? Wife is very important in this decision-making process. Oh, we're getting ready to move and we're selling the house. What did I just lock in? They're getting ready to move. They don't care about the quality of the paint. They need efficiency and speed here, right? Yep. They're getting ready to move. Oh, we're just getting ready to move in. They care about quality of paint because it's a place they're going to stay. They care about quality of service because they're probably going to be here. And they care about speed because if, if they don't get a house painted, guess what? They can't move in, right? Locking that in. Oh, the HOA told me that I, I need to get it painted or I'm going to get fined. Urgency needs to be created there for that individual. You see what I'm saying? So when you have that underlying motivation, that's when you, that's when you can come at a different angle. Because here's the reality. You may come to me and do your whole presentation and spend all this time with me. Tell me how great duration pain is and how awesome we're going to be. And then at the end, I'll say, yeah, man, by the way, we're just, we're just moving. So, I mean, and you were selling me in the wrong direction. Uh, Does that make sense? I got you. I'm following you. So the next question is, okay, have you chosen colors yet? Right? Now you're going to decide where they are with colors. Oh, yes, we have our colors. You don't have to worry about that. Perfect. No problem. Second response. Um, okay. That's an area where I'm really stressed out about. No problem, Mrs. Jones. We'll set you up with a free consultation and we'll figure out those colors together if you decide to hire us. Guess what that did? That just placed one of their biggest concerns of choosing colors out of their mind. Now they can focus on you. Okay. Number three answer is, uh, I think we do. Oh, no problem. If you have an idea, we'll buy three samples for you. So you can just go to Sherman Williams, tell us the color numbers, and we'll buy three samples for you and you can put them on the wall. Okay. So you want to be able to, you're, so right now, what did I do? I found the motivation. I identified the barrier and in our industry, it's colors usually. Yep. Okay. The, the, the decision barrier, if you were in flooring, it would be the flooring type. If you were in roofing, what would it be? Shingles. Shingles. Right. So get that out of the way. Now we're just talking about the last question, which is what's the time frame of when you want this project done? Some people say, ASAP. Some people say, well, we're actually going to be leaving uh, up north and we don't want it done until summer. Okay. Or, well, we're waiting for the roof to be put on. Have you gotten that one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Waiting for the roof to be put on. So, with that said, now you have all this information that you need to tailor your sales approach to this individual. Because before, chances are you did the same thing for everybody. Okay. Much, and yeah. if you're, if you're selling everybody the same way, that's like somebody coming to a car dealership and showing everyone the same car. Okay. Everyone has different needs, desires, and the way that they buy things. I'm going to stop there. Do you have any questions on that? Or do you want me to continue? Is this in the no, right? Man, I'm, I'm honed in. I'm just listening. Cool. So, so now you have this information, right? And I love what you do. You're going to come across professional. What I do is after I get my three questions out of the way, I know their motivation. I know, I know that we've assessed the big barrier colors and I know what the time frame is. Chances are I'll probably understand it on the, uh, myself when they tell me the motivation, but I want them to say it. So I, they lock in and they told me they want, I want to hear it from them. Usually okay. they'll say, Oh, whenever you have open availability on your schedule. So they've already kind of pre-committed to me when they say that. Fair so enough. 
you know? So what I'm doing at that point, Dustin, is I'm now facilitating the service. I'm showcasing what we're going to do. I say, do you mind if I just spend a second to explain what our process is? Of course they want to know your process. You know, that's, but I'm making it falls in their court. Would you like to know? Of course. Yes, I would. So I'm trying to get as many yeses as possible, right? Subconsciously, it's just a way to guide the sale. So yes, I would love to hear your process. Perfect. So Dustin, I'll say this. I'm going to act like you're my customer. Dustin, here's what we're going to do. I just kind of want to give you an outline of, of what's expected. I know that you want the outside of your house painted, you know, so you'd obviously have to know. Here's the thing. Our team is great. We come with a team of three. Um, before we even get started, we'll have the house pressure washed and clean. We're going to trench the perimeter. All the windows are going to be caulked. We're going to seal all the cracks for you. And we're going to put plastic on all the windows. You know, and then, of course, we're going to use Sherwin-Williams paint. Phenomenal stuff. And then at that point in time, you know, we'll apply the paint with a mixture of brushing, rolling, and spraying, making sure that we're limiting over overspray, and, and we'll do a phenomenal job. Are there any areas of concern that you wanted to point out to me? So now, again, this is about them. You make this about them. Oh, you know what? Actually, there is this crack over there. Okay, awesome. Let's look at it. And then you have an opportunity to build value of how you're going to assess this one little area that is of concern to them. Okay? You follow me? Yes. Taking notes. Right? So, what's that? <laughs> Taking notes, man. Oh, gotcha. Cool. So, so now you're, you're, you're assessing an area of importance to them. So you have to understand if you're dealing with um, a lot of older people, some older people, man, they have like this one thing that just bothers them, man. Like maybe it's a chunk of the stucco missing or a piece of rotting wood. You have the ability to come in as the hero right there and say, oh, no problem. We'll take care of that. Right. So yep. let's say it's a piece of rotting wood in the back of your mind. You know, they're probably thinking you're going to quote them for that. What I'm thinking is that's a value proposition. Okay. So if I need to create some urgency, hey, you know what? Guess what? I'll include that wood repair. That's super important to you for free if you give us your business. Do you see? So I'm looking around for things that are potential value propositions rather than taking money away. So I if I could tell that their driveway is in like horrible shape and it needs to be pressure washed, I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind as a value proposition for them to say, hey, I know that you know you were thinking about getting your driveway done. Guess what? We'll include it for free if you decide you allow us to earn your business. So we're working in that direction. So once we get the scope of the job and we identify what they need, what they don't need, you know, now we're in a position to build rapport. Okay. Now the reality of the situation is I know that you're not doing jobs estimates on the spot and it has to do with your pricing. So let's kind of dive into that real quick. All right. When you price jobs, how, like, let's say it's an exterior 2000 square feet, soffits, fascia gutters, stucco, how do, where do you, like, how are you coming up with your pricing? Typically I'm doing square foot pricing. I'll go and I'll measure the outside and it gives me an opportunity to kind of do the walkthrough with them, see if there's anything that particularly they don't like as far as damage or wood, wood rot or anything like that. And, um, once I get my pricing or my square footage, I'll typically go from there on what product they want to use. Well, I'm I don't talking have about a great system. I'll be honest. I'm okay. I'm so let's let's dial that. in a system. Let's figure it out now. All right. So the thing about it is, is that pricing should always fluctuate. Okay. As your business grows, your pricing has to change. When you give raises, your pricing has to change. So it'd be very ignorant of us to say, okay, well, we charge a dollar fifty a square foot for exterior. That's a fixed price amount. So 
that would mean that you have to pay all your people the same forever for that to maintain a, a profit margin, right? So what I do is cost-based pricing, okay? And cost-based pricing is the easiest possible way to estimate anything. Two major factors that you need to know, though, that come with experience, okay? And it might take you a little bit to get it, but it's just two things. How long it'll take your team to do the job, okay? So that's number one. And how much product you're going to use. Those two things is all you have to figure out. And the beauty of it is you can always overestimate both of those things, okay? To give yourself a little bit of room for error. Now, let's talk about your team. Do you have employees or using subcontractors? I have one full-time guy. I have a team of subcontractors. And then I'm kind of on the fence right now about hiring a part-time guy. Okay. So, so, so if I had a 2,000 square foot house, you got the job, who are you sending? The one employee or are you sending the team of subcontractors? Depends on the schedule and my suggestion is ditch the subcontractors because the reality of the situation is, is if com competition is where it is with you currently, what's going to separate you is having a proprietary team. And if you already have a lead guy, all you got to do is find a couple guys underneath him. So you can work in teams of three and you can have your own team. And then don't worry about the subcontractor schedule. Screw the subcontractor, bro. I mean, ultimately you have to check in with them to see if you can get your customer on the schedule. Dude, that's not, that's, that's, that's remember if we're creating urgency and we're trying to tailor our business to fit the needs of our customers, if they need a house done next week, guess what? You're in a position where you might not be able to get it done because your subcontractor has another commitment. Absolutely. You know, so for me, I would say that employees are the route. So let's say that you get this guy who's your employee and you put two guys under him and it takes you three days to do the job. Okay. 2000 square foot house. Let's say it's just walls, trim and doors. Three okay. days, three guys. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. So, so what are you paying the top guy? 25. 25 an hour. Okay. So let's say you find another guy who's really good under him and you pay him 20. Okay. Right. And then you find a helper role at like, just for the sake of me doing fast math here, 15. Okay. okay. So that's 55. Um, no, that's 60 bucks an hour. Okay. So that's 60 bucks an hour. So, you know, and, and we got to factor in workers comp and employer taxes. So let's say it's another 10, let's say it's, let's say it comes out to 70 bucks an hour, just, just all in labor cost per hour. Now, three day job, you look at a house. Okay. It's going to take my team of three three days. Okay. 70 times eight. That's your daily rate. Okay. 70 times eight. Is that 56? 560. Yep. yep. 560. Okay. That's how much it costs you per day. Multiply that by three. Okay. That's 15 plus 120, 1620. Okay. Wait, 1680. 1680. Yeah. 1680. Fast math. Never was good at it. Use the calculator. Um, 1680, right? That is your labor cost for the job. Okay. Are you, are you following me so far? Yeah. All right. So 1680 now paint, you know, 2000 square feet, let's say it's 15 gallons, right? So guess what? You might say it's 18 gallons just for the sake of being, you know, uh, for overestimating and just being safe. And let's say you're getting $40 a gallon. Don't give people options with paint, bro. Again, remember what I said, options create what? Nose. Uncertainty. Nose. Can't have it. This is the paint we use. Resilience exterior satin. If they say, well, actually, I want duration. No problem. But if they don't say that, 
you just do what you use your product, a good product. Okay. Gotcha. Again, limit the decisions. Trust me. So that's 720 in product. Okay. So we got 1680 plus 720. Now I got the calculator 2,400. All right. So your cost as a business owner, Dustin is 2,400 bucks. Okay. Now at this point, we just got to figure out what the profit's going to be because ultimately you could sell the job for 2,400 bucks. If you came to my house, it was 2000 square foot. It was walls, trimming doors. You could sell the job for 2,400 bucks. Yes. Yeah. Why would you not do that? You got to have overhead on there. Got to have some overhead. Got to have, got to make some money. Yes. All right. So could you sell the job for three grand? Oh yeah. Okay. You would make what? 600 bucks. Yep. That would almost guarantee you the job probably. Right. Probably, especially Probably. days, you know, but then I'm only making 200 bucks a day. Can't have it. Nah. All right. So, so what I usually shoot for is 50%. Okay. So 50% is 4,800 bucks. Okay. 4,800 bucks. So from there, I know that my high point price is $4,800. So when I present that to a customer, I know that that's my high price. But guess what? I also know that $4,400 is a 45% margin. You follow me? Yep. I got you. And then four grand is a 40% margin. So where I'm getting at with this is, is that you can use these margins to negotiate your pricing to win more jobs. All right. Okay. You, do you follow me? And, and, and I don't know how you're coming up or like, so when you come up with a price, how are you coming up with it? Like in terms of like, you're, are you identifying your margins or are you kind of just coming up with it just because like based off of square footage, you have a price per square footage that you've been doing. Um, more of a price per square foot. Say we did the doors trim, trim and the walls, no ceilings. Say I'm at three fifty a foot for that. Okay. So at the two, 2000 square foot and put me seven grand, seven grand, which so 2000 square foot for trim doors and walls, right? Yep. How much paint would you use on that roughly for the trim doors and the walls? I'd say 20, just for easy just 20, just for ease at $35 a gallon, right? Yep. Okay. So you're at 700 cost in terms of material. Okay. Trim doors and walls. Three, how many? Three guys. How many days would that take three guys to do? Two thousand guys. Since we're new, not everybody's real in sync with each other, so it easily take a week. Okay, five working days, right? Yep. Okay, so five working days. What was our labor cost? Five. What was it? Five sixty a day. Five sixty a day times five. Twenty eight hundred. Okay. Plus 700, 3,500 is our cost. Okay. And then seven would be seven grand. So you priced it at 50%. Not bad. Okay. I like that. Cool with that. Okay. But were you doing that with three guys or were you pricing that out for your sub team? That would be with my guys. That'd be with your guys. Right. So just keep that in mind. So now you're at 3,500 bucks cost seven grand. Now here's, here's, now here's where we get creative. 
reality of the situation is this is a huge benefit for you to have a job for a full week. Okay. Cause now you don't got to find two or multiple. So mm -hmm. number one, recognize that it gives you a buffer. That whole week is booked. Now you have a buffer. You could use that buffer to hire another guy. You can use that buffer to find more work. You could use that buffer to grow your business. Every buffer you get, you can, you can, you have, you know, some leniency. We're a month booked right now. I can lean back. I'm good now. Okay. But in the beginning, what did I do? I didn't sell jobs at 50%. So that seven grand job that you're trying to sell it for, you know, you could sell it for 6,500, subtract your costs. That would bring you three grand of profit. Okay. And then you divide that. Okay. By the price 6,500. And now you're at a 46% profit. That's a solid profit for a painting business. So you could have actually went to your customer after doing that. Okay. And you could have said your follow-up process. I like it. That phone call immediately for me, I say, Hey, do you have any questions? It opens up the door for questions after you present that proposal. Let's get into the second half here. And we're going to, I know you got an estimate to do, so I'm going to kind of taper this off here, but this is the last right. point I want to make. Okay. So the follow-up is this. You've identified that their major why is what? They're moving in, right? Okay. I'm going to come up hypothetical. They're moving in. They want walls. They want trim and they want doors. You call them on the phone. Hey, Mrs. Jones, do you have any questions? Oh, yes. Actually, I do. Are you guys going to be doing two coats on the walls? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, well, to be honest, you know, my husband's a little worried um, about the price. He says it's too high. You've heard this probably every day. Okay. And then, and then, you know, from there you remember the why, okay. The why is they're moving into the house. They need you right now more than you need them. Okay. So you would say, okay, well, may I ask you a question? That's where you open up the doors to talk money again. May I ask you a question? What was your expectation? And they may say, well, Dustin, we wanted to be around six grand. Okay. May I ask you another question? Where did you come up with that number? And they may say, well, we had our house painted in Connecticut and it was about the same size and we paid about six grand. And you would say, okay, well, what was that experience like? And they would say, well, I had, you know, two guys come in and they did a good job and say, oh, okay, great. Well, let me tell you a little bit about us. We bring three guys to the job. That doesn't include me. The benefit of having me is I'm here for communication. I'm here to make sure you're happy. I'm here to make sure all the things go smooth. And, and this is where you rebuild value. Now, if you don't want to go in that direction and bring your price up to, to, to seven grand, okay, that's called bridging the gap from six to seven. You can yep. go back and say this. Okay, well, well, here's the thing, Mrs. Jones. You made it very clear to me that you wanted this job done as soon as possible. And I'll be honest with you, our schedule is pretty tight, but I do have an opening for your job within two weeks that we can fit you in and we can have your job done by the 16th. Didn't you say that you wanted to move sometime around the week of the 18th? So that would actually allow us to paint your house before you got in there, right? Did you just become more valuable than the other guy because you're connecting with her need rather than the other guy who didn't even know that? because you asked the right questions in the beginning. So you have permission to use that, right? And then also, Mrs. Jones, I know that you said that you were worried about colors. Did you know that we also will provide you with a one-hour free color consultation with a Sherwin-Williams color consultant? 
Oh, wow. That's right. You did say that. And awesome. As soon as you guys place a deposit with us, we can provide you with that consultation. And then now you're building up that value. Use two things, use all three things. And the three questions that I just told you, you just use them to do this last part right here. Okay. This last part is this. Listen, Mrs. Jones, I'd really love to earn your business. And normally we don't do this, you know, but I'm looking at everything. And my main responsibility as a business owner is to make sure my guys are busy. If I were to lower our price to 6,500, that would be me meeting you in the middle. Would you allow me to earn your business and place a deposit today so we can get moving on your project? And then you just, you're silent. And then, and then I'm telling you, that's going to work. That's going to make a, a, a significant change in your closing ratio because you know, as a business owner, you're at 45% at 6,500. And then from there, you can either create urgency with what I just told you, or you can use a value proposition. Maybe she wanted you to remove a, a vanity and you charged her $200 and you could say, Hey, you know what? If you allow me to earn your business, I'll actually remove that vanity for free. If you place a deposit today and allow her to come up with the perceived value of what that is, you know, so there's, there's some strategy there. And I think that the fortune is in the follow-up. It really is, but you need that information ahead of time to be able to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I really like that. You know, so break it down a little more and, and, simplify it for them and leave it open-ended it comes down to your costs and your margins i mean ultimately like i i tried to show you is that you could have sold the job for 3500 but you didn't and it's like in the beginning when you need to fill your schedule you should be shooting for 35 to 40 percent margins if you have no work right everything's proportional if somebody's giving them a price that's really low the reason why is is because their costs are really low but your costs are higher but they're getting more value because you're gonna have three guys on the job and they're getting three guys and they're getting their job done much more efficiently, so on and so forth. So that balances out. So it's just a matter of what profit margin you want to hit. And then when your schedule's full, you have a month booked, I'm shooting for 55, 60% because ultimately I'm okay if they say no, because I can't take them anyway. Does that make sense? I got you, man. So I hope that helps, man. I really hope that, you know, uh, I'll try some of it out today. I've got about four estimates to do this morning. Well, so. well I would be very <laughs> grateful for a message, man. Let me know how it works. And, you know, you can hit me up, man, if you have any questions on this. But just remember the three questions. That'll set you in the, the right direction. Don't bring the color deck in immediately. It's a great gesture. I used to do it too. I actually used to bring an iPad in and show them the color studio on the app. I'd be there for an hour and a half and they wouldn't buy the paint job. Yep. You know, I was spinning circles so we just table that for after they hire us fair enough i like it man well thank awesome. you very much tanner i appreciate it my pleasure dustin man i appreciate your time bro you have a good day dude i'll be in hey i just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the contractor secrets podcast um, i'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people helping people um, i've changed my instagram name to at contractor coach and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So Get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.